Oi, oi, bonjour, que tal, namaste, uh, Film God podcast listeners. Thank you so much for, for checking in and listening and, and downloading and leaving the reviews. It all really, really means the world to me. Um, my second shout out, I want to, I want to say a, a mass, a, I just want to send love, just pure, unadulterated love to Matthew and Faye at Visor Art Department, who weeks ago started making visors from their home on their kitchen table um, for our key workers and they've now raised over 30 grand to buy materials and you know big love to them thank you for helping our key workers and also thank all the people that have helped you on your journey so go check them out on the instagram visor art department there's a link to their just giving page do what you can it's all for a good cause we love you. We love you all. Have a cracking day and big love. Let's get started. Hola, film family. I'm Isusko, your host, aka The Time Scheduler, and I'd like to welcome you to the Film Gods podcast. It's a chat with the crew who make all of those beautiful moving images you watch every day. And I want to thank all the past guests and future guests because without them, this would be really boring. And to you listen at home and on your walks or wherever you are, you're all a part of this. So thank you for coming on this journey with me. Let's see where it can go. And wherever you're listening on this beautiful planet of ours, I hope you enjoy. Big love. So, hello Film family, familia de películas. Gonna throw in a little bit of Spanish today. <laughs> we have got a legend in the art world, coolest looking person in showbiz, like full sleeves, a legend of what she does, a great eye, and just a really lovely human being. And I'm just super pleased that she said yes, and we're here and we're talking, and you, you are gonna have an amazing experience. So thank you for tuning in um thank you for giving us some of your time um what is your thank name and what do you do you. thank you for having me oh no my worries. god what an introduction that's wow. just like pressures on <laughs> <laughs> my name is mahi lana and i am a production designer on the call sheets amazing so for those that don't know what does a production di designer do what does it mean to you how how much time do we have? <laughs> uh, as long as you want. Okay. Uh, let me try to focus. Uh, what a production designer does is the production designer is the head figure of the art department. So it's like you know, on a, on a shop floor, I would be at like a manager of a little section of the supermarket mm -hmm. or something like that. Uh, and what uh, what does that mean is that we um, uh, we get to work closely with the director uh, to try to uh, supply the tools that will uh, complement the storytelling. Because okay. what we do is all about the storytelling. So mm -hmm. with the art department, we start based on the story that's in the paper, regardless if that is a film or if that is a commercial. There is always a storyline uh, for us to 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 be guided through and to to base our work 
uh, with the art department. So that's mm -hmm. that's how how we start on the art department. And but what do you come in? Do you kind of the question I always ask people is like, what's your process from pencil to invoice? So at what point do you come in? How much info are you given? And then what, what's the first thing that you like to do? So thing is, it depends off the, the type of project. Mm -hmm. uh, nowadays, we, I mainly work in TV commercials mm -hmm. uh, with you. Uh, yeah. But in the past, I also done a lot of uh, feature films and independent films okay. so it's it's basically the same process of thinking yeah but it's it's a bit of a different process of how you how you get hired and how you started so if you are uh, up and running to get into a feature film mm -hmm. you will be sent the script by the director and the producer because they are aware already of the work that you do mm -hmm. and there's something that they are interested about you're going to read the script and you're going to try to translate that script into a pitch of ideas so you know and i'm talking this as a sort of starting up designer is not that your well-established production designer that will yeah, get yeah. The, the the gig straight away they get yeah, the yeah. offer straight away so is it like a director writing a treatment so is it do you read the script and then do you write like a paragraphs and send pictures of of your of your idea of your thoughts we actually go for an interview oh wow so like a physical interview oh, which wow. is completely different of what happens on commercials because <laughs> in commercials you just go straight away to the job to do the job <laughs> but uh, in feature films you have to put a lot of effort into mm. that project if you are really interested in the project yeah. Because uh, you you do have an interview which would take you know an hour upwards, mm -hmm. and you be mainly with your director and producer, perhaps more people, but the, these are the mainly two figures you get, you're going to be uh, meeting. And what I tend to do or used to do uh, back in the day, that was just like doing a lot of that, was to um, prepare a really like a mood board mm -hmm. of my view about the film and how I could translate that uh, the words there was that were on a paper into images nice. um, so you just you go for that meeting you meet them you show your images you pitch your ideas of how you could uh, uh, how do you how you could help out how you could collaborate on making that uh, mm. story to come to life and then you get the formal offer or not <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed, uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> well uh, it's it's a funny one because it's quite crucial on that process of a long-term job to yeah. make sure that you have the right team around you because yeah. you're going to spend from two months up to eight or nine months or a year with that people wow. so the same happens between the director and the producer and the heads of department and the heads of department and the people working alongside because mm -hmm. a production designer will have an art director or several art directors depending on on the, the size of the project a set decorator and so on you know a, a prop master so there is this whole like interview process mm. 
do you and interview telling... them or did the, so say you went for a you went for a feature you've yeah. got, absolutely nailed it standard obviously do your prop masters and you know carpenters and all that do they then go to the director and producer and have an interview or the, no they would i would them? actually try to find the people to work with me okay so sometimes you go for certain kinds of jobs mm -hmm. uh, that you need people that maybe is more specialized into a field of knowledge within the art department because the art department is very broad yeah. you can be talking about have you know you can be working in a period drama mm. and you can be working in a science fiction so yes yeah, yeah. there is it's it's fair it, it can be anything or you mm. can be working in a in a cop shop show or like a gangster movie so different types of story they tend to even have you know people that are used to do certain certain types of jobs for example the period drama is the people that work in period drama they specialized in period and they know so much and it's yeah. such a cool thing to do because you learn so much about a different time and a different culture and how people used to behave and what they used to do etc etc so it's it's very nice that the nicest thing about the art department uh, and i'm kind of lucky because I don't need to know a lot about anything. <laughs> and that's a good advantage, but yeah. I need to know a little bit about everything and yeah. many things. So it's, uh, it's the nicest thing about the art department is that you never stop learning. Mm. And I love learning. You're constantly learning new things because every job will bring you a different, uh, a challenge a different story and to tell a different story you have to learn about things that are not uh part of your own yeah, life nice. or your own routine you have to learn about other stories and other people and how they live and behave and so on so when you're prepping when you used to prep for that kind of a job interview like because i'm just like as you're talking i'm formulating things in my head and i'm like if i was to go for a job and it was you know Dickens novel based this time and the other. Do you watch other movies set in that time? Do you read books from that time? Are there things that you could be doing to kind of immerse yourself in that era so that if you are having a chat with the director, knowing certain words and phrases and things that are from that time, does that does that then just put you a little level above everyone else? Uh, I think you definitely have to do your homework. Mm -hmm. If something that you're not used to or familiar with, it's the more you know the better when you go for an interview and i think it's the more you know you're also gonna feel that if you are the right person to do the job or not because it might be something that you just don't quite get it or you're not too familiar or you're not too interested or whatever on saying that you can do all the homework in the world you can make you know beautiful boards and then you get to an interview and the personalities of the people on that interview have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> and then it's really, it's really yeah, interesting yeah. because 10 minutes on or 15 minutes on, on the interview, you just know that you're not the person for that job. Yeah. You no, know? still you have to endure an oh, hour of conversation. No. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. I'll be like that. Okay. Look, let's be honest. We're not going to get on. Should I yeah, just exactly. and we would... can all go and have some lunch? <laughs> it, could, it would it would it would be good if things were like that but in fact it's it's good because even 
even if the job's not for you, it's mm. such a good process to go and to talk about projects and to talk about, you know, to meet new people. And yeah. it's, it's also a very big learning curve to be mm. through this interview process. So that is film. Um, so that's a like I didn't I didn't even think about feature films and having to go through all that process. Is there is there a similar process from pencil to invoice in short form in in TV commercials? So in TV commercials, the process is is more or less like that. We will receive a treatment uh, mm. when we confirm for the job, yep. and we work uh, based on that treatment. And that treatment is pretty much what a script is mm -hmm. it, it's outlined there is the, the agency script the main idea there and how the director has developed the idea with his or hers approach to the project does he so do they talk gonna, to you whilst they're writing treatments or is it very much their idea and then no you take no no, their idea? no 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 the, the treatment is like it's a director's view of, mm -hmm. of how to develop the idea so that's it comes to us with how the director sees the film and how things should be mm -hmm. our job from the point that we get into production which is pretty much i'd say you know early in pre-production is um how we can enhance that idea or you know what we can collaborate with the idea to 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 bring new things or new layers or you know um we, just, we speak to the director very early on, so the director can tell us exactly what they want from the film, how they see the film, the important bits, and you know, yep. various things. And then from there is a process. We develop um, the project, which can be, you know, which we started with the mood board, which mm -hmm. is very important. We do a mood board for any job, regardless, because mm -hmm. that is, is the thing about the image, and it's so easy to, communicate through images and to you know if i have a few different ideas and i show to the director in images yeah. uh director can they they can like or dislike straight away so you know if you're on the right track or not and if there are certain ideas that we should develop or not mm -hmm. so if it's a location shoot yeah it's a little bit different from a studio shoot mm -hmm. and Sometimes it's a location and a studio shoot. So we have both in the same job. Love it. Meow, fun. <laughs> Bring it fun. on. So I like it, the sound of this shoot. Does it need a second AD? Can I? Do, do you know? <laughs> maybe we, we need a couple of them. You, are you available? <laughs> yes, so very much um, so. Very much <laughs> right now. Yeah, me too, guys. Just say. <laughs> so um, if it's a location shoot, our location manager we have started already mm -hmm. a little bit before the art department yep. sourcing some locations so us production designers would probably early on do a text scout with the director that it's it's not not a, a text scout a director scout mm -hmm. which is not the technical scout with the whole crew yet it's just okay. like a smaller unit that will it go to locations that. beforehand uh, you go with your producer with your director mainly with production the dp wouldn't go on a on a okay. on a director scout no so it's a it's a smaller it's your location manager your director producer so you have that first perhaps we'll see a number of locations that we're mm -hmm. never going to shoot in yeah uh 
and the crew will never even know that we've seen seven houses to pick one or two from yeah. it so we spend the whole day driving around several different locations mm -hmm. and then that's that's going to filter down to the right place uh it's it's a good process because you after five houses you know straight away if you walk into a place if that's going to work out or not for the shots but that we need to deliver from do you feel like at that point you're there just to give a professional input and someone to bounce creatively from because if you know the director's going there with a producer who may not be thinking as creatively as you are you someone to help them think about the house as a creative environment exactly i think that is that's why we 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 are part of that process because we are already part of the team at that point and we can bounce ideas back and forth to see if certain locations would work sometimes mm -hmm. is a it's we get stuck into logistical problems like look we have one day and we need to shoot five or six different scenarios mm. and we have one house mm. how are we going to make it that same house to look like that we in six, six different houses yeah. so i don't know i had situations that we had to shoot exactly the same script mm. for two completely different markets one was supposed to be you're supposed to be in africa and the other mm. one you're supposed to be in asia so mm. It's the same script, it's the same action, but the setness needs to be completely different and so yeah. does the casting. Mm. So it's how to find a solution for us to avoid to have a unit move in the middle of the day, for example. Yes. So it's, it's that kind of work that we do the legwork beforehand, before certain locations to be just pinned down and say, okay, this is, this is director favor, favorite mm. uh, and we can move on to present to agency and client and get that approved. Uh, and if it's a studio shoot, we will start designing, which is actually a very fun part of what nice. we do. <laughs> nice. So like, home design, gonna... like grand designs, you're like, I want oh, a bigger staircase. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want a double staircase and a you know, a four meters high door. Uh, and that's that's also fun, uh, fun process because you just create the sets from scratch, mm. and then it's it's also a process of developing that set for the action and then you design something that will fit exactly the action and the shots that you need mm. uh from to shoot uh from from that job so this process will go on and we're gonna exchange a lot of information and we're gonna tweak and then we're gonna adjust the drawings and the look of the set and the mm. colors and the scale etc etc until the director is happy as well to get that presented to agents and clients to have nice. that approved. Uh, and then at that point, everything is moving on the, you know, the, the practical side that I told you that yeah. is, you know, is the creative and the logistical running at the same time. At this point, we having uh, team members incorporated like our amazing set decks and the prop buyers and the mm -hmm. prop assistants that will start sourcing all the amazing stuff and the, you know, can so I get a dinosaur head? They come in? What point are they getting? They will come in early, but early on on the process, a little bit after me. And the size of this team will vary depending on the demand of things that we have to provide. Hmm. And you know, it's, it's it, the, art department is a, is a fun thing because each day we're trying to find a different thing you might be trying to get a sofa but you might be trying to get 
a massive fish tank or a dinosaur head or you know a car with wings or whatever oh, whatever it takes. I like you know, this like commercial. A, Is this the one that you need the second AD for? Because um, that's you know, yeah, it's, it sounds, like it sounds quite commercial. <laughs> <laughs> All of them have have certain challenges like that. So um, so then we have that part of you know sourcing and and sharing with the our team what we while we sourcing what's out there what we can get our hands on in terms of the dressing of the set and mm -hmm. what the props will look like in general and what the hero props will look like in general um if construction is happening is also something that we, we might share the, the development of how things are going etc mm -hmm. and then we have our technical wiki nice which is when we have all our other friends coming into play with us which is a fun bit because yeah. then is the moment where everything changes <laughs> <laughs> it's like well the camera can't fit and where do the lights go and exactly people yeah. changed and i need a dream room and i need it you know it's like how how come you guys didn't think about all of this before <laughs> uh no the, the the thing is it's a great it's a great process because you have all these layers that mm. will happen nice. in the moment that they actually have to happen uh sometimes you know sometimes the tech wreck is a, it happens a little bit too late mm. and then we have really little little time to react to things that need to be changed or yeah. or we or we can't really change certain things so it's you know it's it varies from job to job but the mm. tech wreck is where you're going to have the input of everybody nice. you know the dp that will be thinking you know firstly and foremost where is how to light it where are the actual shots so what we've been seeing and how are we going to organize all this and our first idea and all the logistics if we have unit moves you know what comes first what comes next mm -hmm. what locations we have to first to dress first and and then all the logis logistical part of how we organize ourselves um and and we have the grip and we have the gaffer and locations and that's that's the very sort of like a first rendezvous where everybody's together it's always the like get, shooting on location the art department you kind of turn up and it's like you've already been there for maybe two three days it's like you've had to yeah. clear the house you've already, you already feel like you're part of the environment already and then we kind of turn up and do we feel like we're getting in your way you know, does it just you're like oh god stop ruining my set not at all no i mean when you say clear the house sometimes we clear the house sometimes we clean the house as well i'm, I'm oh. an excellent <laughs> maid <laughs> if you need it um oh, yeah. but no not at all it's just it's just uh it's it's when the magic happens isn't it when mm. everybody's together so it's almost sort of like looking forward to the moment to handle back and obviously it's, the magic just happens when the lights come on so you know it's it's cool to see is it, it as well always, is it all kind of easy is it that downhill once you've got to the shoe is it all downhill from there or is are you still going up a mountain on shoot days it depends it depends of the shoot it really varies some jobs are more intricate and have so much more elements for us to be dealing with mm. uh and some are just very straightforward mm. you know and both are good too you know i think it's there are moments that you have all the energy in the world to just be like shooting in 10 different places and while building in studio and nipping out to the studio to see how the construction is doing while the team is on set and it's all happening on set 
Uh, and sometimes the job that once you get to the set and everything is just like super straight, straightforward, it's, it's good too. Um, but then this moment that when you guys are arriving, we have our set dresses that will come and dress the set and just make it a place that it, it, it was literally empty half an hour ago to look like that has been yeah. there forever. So that's a fun part of the job um, for us and for the team. And, and is, it, is, is it always exactly as you pictured it? Or did you, you know, for, for the next generation of art directors, you know, is, it, is there any kind of important lessons about actually sometimes things just don't work out as you planned? Well, I think we keep the, we keep it. I think you have to keep certain flexibility in there yeah. because some, some, maybe some pieces of furniture won't look as good with others that you thought initially they would mm. but we tend to put them all together on a page and a piece of paper first to see if they go together so there is a bit of you know plan on the detail that the, the detail is very important to us in in this department but sometimes no things don't don't quite work so you do change things and then you just like put a curtain and it's just like no but this you know the light that's coming through this curtain maybe is not the right one so if we could put something that's a bit more mustardy or is a bit like these are like that so it's we we have that uh chance to do it and i think that that's the moment that we're doing the set dressing and the set dressing is also it's really laborious because half mm. of it you're just like loading stuff and packing boxes and unpacking yeah. boxes and emptying houses or or that or you're there at the end of the day you know just packing mounds of props and putting the whole house back together while the rest of the crew has, has gone home <laughs> It's like moving like, house, you know. You kind of like moving you know, house. It's every like every day. every single day. It's just I'm just moving house again. That's like exactly. when you're like, we're not leaving this house. That's it. We as a yeah, family, we're gonna live here forever. As a family, I can't we're gonna live here forever. And it's funny because your house is completely different. Then you're just like, ah, whatever. I don't mind about that. And on set, you're just like, I can't deal with that little thing going wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then and then. And then the shoot happens and then we have our amazing prop masters that are the guys that you probably uh, uh, spend more time together because they are the, the you know, the, the, the heart of the art department on set, the face of the art department on set. And then we handle everything for this great guys and sometimes they take all the glory and sometimes they take all the blame so <laughs> <laughs> it's a fickle coin you know, yeah, yeah, yeah it can it can go both ways but then you know they're they're there to just come up with all these great solutions for problems how that, many times on a set did all of a sudden it's like oh we need this that and the other and it's like all of a sudden a prop master would just come out like halo just around ah! <laughs> and they just like made this thing like macgyver just saving their like you know the creatives on the the, the the ideas just on the edge of a cliff and all of a sudden it's like someone's just made this winch out of a coke can and something else you're like there we go we can shoot now yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's the beauty of it isn't it it's like it's the magic part it's the magic part of of the department which is it is a lot of fun you know it's quite stressful sometimes but it's yeah. it's how it works um and then there is the whole wrapping process oh, yeah. and then it's just like the whole crew goes home and it's really nice and then two hours later we're still there uh checking props and you know, off. shouting to yeah. <laughs> it off got the inflatable chicken 
with the glasses. I've got the one without the glasses. Where's the one without exactly. the tick? Okay, great. Exactly. Oh, I've done that. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God we have runners sometimes, oh. you know, <laughs> to help out. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not a bit you'd be jealous about. But, uh, you know, if, you, if you're working with the, with the right people, there is good energy even in, in them moments, which is it's essential yeah, to have some, some humor and, and good spirits late at night when you, the only thing you want is to go home. Love it. Um, and then we have to just wrap everything and return all the props yeah. and do all the paperwork and make sure it, it's, it's all good and everybody's happy and, and we are on budget. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, that, that's it. And then it's time to a glass of wine. There you go. You know, one or two or half a bottle. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> We've run out. We need to get. We need to go to the shops and get some. This this you know lockdown is. It's tense, it's isn't tense. it? There was a... <laughs> oh lord! Well, there's no wine on my local supermarket <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, look, that's amazing. Good. That's a beautiful pencil to invoice process of TV commercials. I love it. Let's have a quick little chat about how you got in then, because do you? Is it is it something that you're like, you know, all of a sudden you're just making some stuff and you're like, oh, I could get paid for building and cutting and pasting and stuff. Or were you a very creative person growing up and went to film school? What's, what's your story? Huh. There we go. <laughs> this is it. Uh, okay. Um, my story is, um, is quite curious because I have started on the wrong side of the camera. Basically. Did you? I did. did not oh, know this. So embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, don't think, uh, I don't think many people do. But uh, I started probably working very closely to a lot of second ADs back yeah. in the day. Okay. Uh, because I started doing a bit of background work. Did and you? I was like a kid. I was really young. Yeah. Um I I come from a from a working class family so very early on i was about 13 my mom said okay gotta go up and work because it's just you know it just venga, venga. Come exactly. on. Venga, venga. you can't be fucking about just go and get yourself something to do and yeah, yeah. and i'm like okay so i found out that i could be just doing this little jobs here and there and you just get you know some cash for it and it's, it was fine i never really uh it wasn't my thing really to be in front of the camera because I'm quite shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, there was some, some fun element to it. I, I met Pele, the footballer very wow. early on in my life. So it's something that, that when you're 13, 14, you don't even realize that. Yeah. It's just like, who's this guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, no, it's just, you said, Oh, it's Pele. Oh, nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah cool. Okay. And then after, after 20 years, you're like, Oh, actually, Dude, I've met Pele and I've spoken to him. I've met I've shaken his hand. Yeah, I've shaken his hand. So uh, from that, I ended up getting a uh, a contract on a TV channel to act. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was, I was an actress, a very bad actress, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Doesn't matter. <laughs> getting paid but is so good. I know, I was getting paid and I could, I could, you know, buy my own car and I could start paying for university studies. So it was quite a good thing. And I have, I have spent all my teenagehood 
and early adulthood on a film set every day, wow. Monday to Saturday, three years in a row. Uh, and that was my school, actually. Wow. Are you going to and tell I've us? Learned... Are you going to tell us what the show was so we can all YouTube uh, it? It's a secret. <laughs> are you going to tell me offline? Well, it's. I know that it, there's not many secrets on on the internet, but it's in fact it's a bit irrelevant. Don't, don't <laughs> okay, fine. Don't look it. Really, really bad. Don't, <laughs> don't look it. <laughs> the thing is, I. I, I Did you love it? That... Did you always love being on sets then? I. I. I always. I always knew that being in front of the camera wasn't for me, mm -hmm. but uh there there is a lot of weight while you when you're an actor there is a lot of time that you just have to wait on a dressing room or whatever is happening so mm. i didn't like that i whenever i wasn't in front of the camera i would take the freedom to sit next to my director and just be very quiet behind the monitor watching what that the guys were doing Clever. so it was like the director the continuity supervisor and the mm -hmm. video assist which is what they were called back in the day two cameras he was um he was managing the operators with the headset mm -hmm. and he had to talk back to talk to the extras on set and you know all very proper so i, I was there pretty much as an observer you know, and sometimes I would just go and help the art department in setting up the next set because I was just there, you know, and I had that time and I was yeah. very young and I was just, I just want I, I would just make some drawings. I always loved drawing it, but um, I, if it was just my job, it was my day job. I wanted to be an artist and I yeah. wanted to just, you know, be uh, doing stuff that would be shown in galleries or whatever or painting or you know little movies whatever it was that was yeah. a bit bit of what i wanted so i went to study fine art and the tv for me was the way that I could pay my bills um but then on finishing university and then uh trying it on a little bit to work in the world of art and producing a montage of of exhibitions etc i've realized that was my lightning bolt moment because I've realized that it's just pretty boring to be an artist. <laughs> and it's just all so self-important. Yeah. And I was just really used to that life that you need a hundred people working together as a team with the same objective and name mm. to make something. And that is what I love about what we do because mm. we all work together in, in, with the same effort and with the same commitment to make something happen yep. independently of our roles so i think you know i've i've sort of i didn't even realize how much i was learning mm. while i was just there sitting and observing but for me the the beauty of what we do is that whatever happens when we are on set you know no matter where you came from who you are what you do everybody has a common objective which is to create images to mm. to tell a story and that's what we do and everybody has the same level of importance in my 
uh, it's because if your crew has eaten really well oh. and they're really well fed, the yeah. set's probably <laughs> running smoothly okay, and everybody yeah. has a okay. lot of energy mm-hmm. and the caterers are like, yay, you know? Uh, so so everybody's very important in aim to make uh, the, a, a film happen. And once you're on set as well, as you know well, we plan, 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 plan. We just, you know, spend days, weeks, months doing logistics, etc. But then when you're in a set, this thing called a film or a movie, just like it takes its own life, doesn't it? it just, yeah. And then you just have all this expect, unexpected things happening that you suddenly have to deal with mm. very quickly. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a, a lot of a problem-solving game. So mm-hmm. I think this is an industry literally for people that's very good at problem solving uh, and, and, you know, um, and be quick on your thinking and be on your toes and, and be there to, to make it happen. So what this should is film cool. students be doing, you know, if they want to get in and they want to be a production designer, an art director, a prop master, what should they start doing? right now like as soon as they stop listening to this what are the things that they should be doing um i think it's 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 i don't know exactly the answer because it you know my my way into the industry was a bit unusual but i do receive uh quite a few emails or CVs from people that are interested in coming and work in the art department. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a very good way to, to get in, just Perfect. find out who. Yeah. Let's go into that. Out. So they, you, you know, you get X, say you get 10 emails, a, like 10 emails a week or no, seven, seven emails a week. So you get one a day. What, what is it that you're looking for in that CV? You're looking for something to jump out. Are you looking for specific experience? Are you looking, or is it just a gut instinct that you kind of go, yeah, this person's had a similar story to me and I'm going to take a chance to them. What should these film students, because, you know, I, I had a chat and I'll, and I'll go through it quickly. It's like the amount of people that email me and they spell my name wrong. As soon as you, as soon as I see that they've spelled my name wrong, I'm like, well, you haven't tried. It feels like they've just kind of, they haven't even tried to jump the first hurdle. So what should, what's going to make a CV or an email jump out at you? Uh, I think uh, honesty on a little introduction to that person that you're writing on. When we have to email, and I've done this before as well, you prepare an email that you're going to send to 50 different designers, mm. you know, but it's quite good if you just know a little bit of the person you're sending the work to or to be a little bit interested on that Mm. person i think it's probably it's good if you focus into you know certain people that you like the work for example that you think well i think that i could could be doing that Mm. there is no there is no right way it's just um sometimes you just need additional people and it happens that you got that right email at the right time. Mm. So just being the right person at the right time is an important thing, but that's just a very unhelpful thing to say, isn't it? Because how that's going to happen. I don't know. I had, I've, I've hired a girl once that she simply sent me an Instagram message saying, 
dude, I've seen the music video. I really enjoyed it. I love the director. It'd be great to have a chance to work with you one day. Nice. And then a few jobs later, I thought, you know what? I'm going to call that girl because that's, that's cool. You know, yeah. I think she, specific. she was just like very honest in there saying, actually, you know, I've, I'm aware of what's going on and I'm, mm. I'm keen on doing it. So is there, a, is there an opportunity? And, and sometimes there is, you know, it's just, it's, it's always a matter of being the right person at the right time because yeah. it's not always that we uh, have a lot of uh, places to offer to need people to come, mm. but every now and then we do need new people to, to join. And I think if you do get the chance to do any job for me, the most important thing uh, uh, when working with a new person, it's, um, it's the initiative. For me, a, a person that is very keen and has a lot of initiative is more important than any knowledge because the knowledge you will acquire. You'll get, you, yeah, you'll, you'll you learn know, it. You learn it, you learn it, you ask the questions. You t that's what we do. We are, we're always learning. There's, and the film set is, is, a, is an is an environment that you're never going to stop learning. You can yeah. have like whatever age you are, you know, you can be the most experienced person in the world. You're still going to be learning mm. because every job is different from the last one you've done. So knowledge will come. I think it's very important for the people to have initiative to just have, you know, that sort of blood in the eye, yeah. <laughs> just wanting to be part of it, mm. you know, just, Try not to shy away in the corner thinking someone will ask me to do something. It's like, exactly. You can see that the, you know, the art department, if you're going into the art department and you can see, you know, the prop masters carrying something and it looks a little bit, go and ask them to help. Yeah, just, yeah, do, you want me, do you want a thing? You know, and obviously teas and coffees. Make sure Tea that that's sorted. <laughs> know it, get it down. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, just help out, ask the questions. Hmm. Uh, Low the track, unload the track. That mm. is mainly what we do. Art department sounds really glamorous from, from when you say the art department, but yeah. the reality is that there is a lot of track to unload and, yep. and load and a lot of props to wrap and unwrap and lists to check. And there is so much, you know, proper physical work to, mm. to be done. And is a department that, we are never thinking only at the present moment on set because we are always preparing ahead of the main unit and striking behind the main unit. Mm. So there is, you know, different people doing different things all the time. So if you are, if you are on a two, three, four days job, you're going to have three teams of the upcoming doing different things. So mm. there is space for, different kinds of talents and personalities you have you have different kinds of professionals within the art department there is people that would be more down to what's the creative part of it you have your graphic designers that you know if you are super good have good eyes very talented it's, it's good with all things computer mm. and electronic and your illustrator and your photoshop and you can just have a, a role as a graphic designer and there's so much graphics to be done in your department. It's so much fun because mm. you can, you know, be making letters from 
the 1850s or nice. you know packagings from 1950s and it's super fun but then you have all the other practical side of things which you have to receive all the props you have to organize it you have to check it you have to organize all the transport make mm. sure that the right things are going to the right places uh and it's then there quite are quite an organization like once you, it feels like once you've had that very quick creative outburst at the beginning and it's like here's a mood board it then feels like it's very much a logistics and where things are going and who's bought this and have you got that and where's the hero prop does it do, do, does the creative process still carry through a job or is that your one time to be super creative and then it's just no absolutely the creative process carries through the whole job and i think mm. the fun bit is that you always have your creative hat on but you also have the production side of things hat on throughout yeah. Yeah, no yeah. matter what the, the role you're doing uh within the art department because mm. you can be a, a prop buyer and you're going to be buying props but you have to have sensibility you have mm. to have a good eye you have to be committed and interested in what you're doing when you're outsourcing because you're thinking about a specific character you're thinking about how a living room of a person is if it's like a divorced man or if it's like a student girl that is studying abroad, living in a, you know, 10, 10 rooms, house sort of. Yeah. So each, each set is a different set. Each story is a different story. You have to just, your mindset is always thinking creative as much as practical, mm. you know? Yeah. Uh, and obviously we are always, uh, working towards a budget yeah. and making sure that that also uh, ticks the box in a, you know it's we we are it's not that you just have this amazing idea and then you just go there and do whatever mm. you have you're very guided by your storyline your script and also your budget so mm. there is there There's is the strength yeah yeah there You've is the strength creative about being creative and then that's the <laughs> exactly Pow. that's where the creativity comes from and you got it you like, got how it. can i save myself so. 10 pounds <laughs> exactly exactly and now are there things that have happened on set that you're like that was a great learning curve for me you know was there a job that something happened that went really well or something that could have maybe got a little bit smoother what what have you got little stories of anything like that I think uh, I think you always learn more from failures than from mm, nice. triumphs and when things go really well. You know, when things go really well, it's great. But when things go wrong, you really you never forget, and you, mm. you're never going to make that mistake again. Um, but something that you know that phrase that says sort of like try again fail again and fail better is a sort of a mantra Ooh. that i believe because i think Lovely. it's a good thing for you yeah. to know it's true it's 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 true it's just like don't be afraid of getting it wrong because it happens as well and and everyone else is there to support whatever is happening hmm. a film crew is it is a crew that works together and we rely so much on each other and when you're on set you see that all our jobs, regardless of what we do, they connect to each other. So as another comment, I need as much as the the video playback to see what the hell we're doing and mm. how the continuity was two, three takes ago. 
uh, but I also need the sparks to help me out to, you know, get some practicals on or, Mm -hmm. you know, rigs in place or the runners are essential part of what we do because without them, you know, all that TLC that they give out there, it's not the same. So no matter what, I think it's, it's a helpful environment and, uh, which we do learn from our failures. Uh, I love when things go really well. (laughs) Of course, as they always do. Yeah. No, not always, but always, no, always, but it's, it's, when you when you when you fail you also learn so you know mm. fail fail and fail better oh. <laughs> uh, would, that be, would that be your advice to your younger self or would you tell what would you say to that 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 young up-and-coming um is it is a tough question but i think if i would say something to myself specifically i'd say that it's very important to be really honest with production in terms of the requirements Mm -hmm. because that's a department that it's you know it happens of people to uh have very ambitious uh, ambitious plans for what our money can pay Mm -hmm. and and how many people we have to make that happen so i think you know it's it's like learning how to say no when you actually have to say no because i i'm i'm doing i don't know who works with me knows i'm i'm bad on on saying no (laughs) i really try to to make work things out yeah figure a solution yeah yeah Yeah, you know i think the majority of us is like that we just we try our best to make it happen but um if you com- if you're committing to to do something that you know is going to be a stretch you you just burn yourself because mm. you just have to work you know or you either burn yourself or you compromise the quality of what's in front of the camera mm. because i never want to comp- compromise that quality i just worked my ass off and i you know and so did my team and it's just like if you have money to dress one room to make one room work and then suddenly you have to deliver three rooms plus the corridor means that it's tough because i think less is more a lot Mm. of the time so it's better to do one thing that looks fantastic than to try and stretch it to something that perhaps it wasn't even on the page to begin with it just start growing in you know during the conversations or during the recce or whatever and then we just ended up just stretch everything too mm. too thin so that's i think it's you know i don't know that was in my case nice. you know uh, as a, i think we Honestly. when we are starting yeah we just we just we just want to do the best that we can you yeah. know and i think that happens with everybody so it's i think you have to make a, an effort to always do the best that you can but always being very upfront saying look mm. It would actually look much better if we do this much and not try to do something that we're not prepared to do or we don't have the yeah. enough people, enough money, enough time. Mm. I think, yeah, that would. I don't. I don't know if I would have followed the advice because I always want to do more as well. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a, it's a it's a, it's, a um, it's kind of one of those like cautionary tales of there are going to be times that you're asked to do things that you physically cannot do. And no matter how much and how much will in the world you have, it's like the treatment's got 
you know, we're going to shoot in a zoo and a swimming pool full of champagne. And actually you get the budget for a dog and a can of Coke, you know, turning around and, and actually from the very beginning saying, I can get you a really nice dog and I can get you a two litre bottle of Coke, but the zoo and the champagne is just something that we just can't afford. Having that honest chat at the beginning, I think is a very sensible lesson to pass on. Is yeah, it's really it's really important. I think to just keep, obviously, just get get the best you can get, but the, you know, never overpromise because mm. you're gonna stretch something that is not gonna gonna look as good as you wish or yeah. anyone wishes. So yeah, amazing. That's it. Just be honest. Honesty, love it. All right, well, look, <laughs> it feels like we've kind of almost done the forty-five. Maybe just gone past the forty-five. So phone pass. <laughs> so what so is there you know I, i'd like to just finish on giving you the floor and it's like have you got anyone a project a person um an association an industry is there anything that you want to kind of highlight or give a shout out to it's such a uh difficult time now isn't it we're mm. right in the middle of this lockdown we don't know how things going to turn out how to when we when we're going to be back to our uh normal life if mm. we would be back to normal life if if things would change or not yeah uh, first and foremost big shout out to the nhs and to the amazing job that they're doing yes i know a couple amazing. of people that work in the nhs nurse and a doctor that is leading one of the, the intensive care units Brilliant. for covid mm. And it's a struggle. It is really real and it's really hard. So uh, much appreciation. Uh, so yes, Amazing. people, please do stay home because it's very, very important for us to do this for our communities and society and country at this time uh, because it's, it's a struggle, you know. Yeah. Um, so big shout out to the NHS. Big shout out to my own team, which just always have to deal with me and <laughs> and, and all the usual suspects to have to deal with me on a daily basis and are incredibly good at their jobs. I have to say, we are nobody without our team. Agreed. You know, it's absolutely impossible Agreed. to be a good designer without a fantastic art department, very hard working behind you so much appreciated for the work that they do uh and a big shout out to all my colleagues of the film industry that yeah the listeners yeah i love shout, shout, i'm shouting like let's go for it <laughs> it out of my come on out of my elbows uh <laughs> shout out to all these professionals of the film industry there might Amazing. be there just without knowing when things will get back to normal uh yeah. it's it's very important what we what what we do for a living otherwise people wouldn't be able to get through this uh this pandemic okay. with yeah. so much content and and things to watch and entertainment uh so you know big shout out to all love these it. professionals that love it many of them i'm not covered by the government uh, yeah. in having a pay and that's very hard because i think we will be struggling mm. regardless so yeah. keep strong we'll be back together i wish very soon love it well, I'm not that, <laughs> ladies and gents. Mahi! Uh, 
Thank you so much, ladies and gents, for listening. Thank you. Um, thank Mahi, you. thank you for giving us your time. Ladies and gents, I hope you had a lovely time listening. I hope that gave you just some beautiful little hints and tips and tricks and little bite-sized bits of knowledge to get into the art department world. Um, you know, work hard, use your initiative. If you can get on set, get on set and do whatever you can to make yourself known. And if you're going to hit Mahi up for an email or another art director up for an email, you know, watch their CV, watch their show reel, go on their website and hit them up, maybe hit them up a question. It's like, oh, I love that advert that you did with da 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 da. How did you do da 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 da? Because then they've got their email back, you know. And, and I'm just going to double up on that NHS shout. They're amazing, fantastic work. I've got friends who work in it. We saw an ambulance this morning taking someone away and the whole street was out. I know we're clapping them and it was just a beautiful thing. And they're the heroes. They are the heroes. So um, ladies and gents, until we meet again, we love you lots. Big, 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 big love. Keep safe. And that is a wrap. So that was a chat with the king or queen in the game. I give it a shout at the end so you all know the name. It's the Film Gods Podcast. The what? The Film God Podcast.